What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Trader Mindset Podcast. Today is Saturday, so we'll be talking about the stock markets. Um, and a lot of things have happened. There's been a lot of choppiness. FOMC has come and gone, and big tech earnings have also happened this week, so or this past week. So there's a lot of things to talk about. Let's get started and uh, sit back and relax. So let's let's start with the broader market first. Then I'll talk about a little bit of the tech earnings, and then I'll talk about a little bit of the trades that I've done this past week. So S and P five hundred weekly time frame. This is a bearish reversal candle. Um, when it goes up and then people sell and it ends up red, that is basically people taking profits on whatever they're swinging or whatever is happening. This does not mean to go short, uh, but this is just some sort of caution to be looking into. So SPY, as I've said, weekly bearish reversal candle. Um, and the next support we have is 385 psychological. So a lot of space to form a weekly higher low. And overall, once again, bulls are very healthy. This is a blue sky name. Remember that. So uh, you don't want to go aggressive in your shorts if you are shorting. Um, for me personally, I am in a SQQQ hedge position because I'm just locking in these profits or not profits, but I want to keep my account where it is. Um, I do have long positions. I'll talk about that a little bit later. So I'm just counteracting those long position losses, which honestly, the sector that I'm investing in hasn't seen weakness at all. It actually seen strength on this consolidation. So we'll talk about that. And yeah, SQQ, very small position. I, I realize that the tickers that I'm swinging right now have no correlation to the S&P 500 or the broader market. They've actually, um, well, what's the what's the terminology? They're uncorrelated now. They used to be correlated. Now they're uncorrelated. And it's just very interesting to see the correlation come and go. Um, so yeah, S&P 500 kind of looks toppy. Let's move on to QQQ. So QQQ looks like we could see some potential weekly consolidation. Um, we have seen a lower high and lower low. So yeah, we have seen daily. Uh, we are currently in daily consolidation. Uh, potentially, if we see uh, what is the three thirty four, if we break three thirty four, I would say. We are in some weekly consolidation and kind of we need that. Um, there are some names that I've been seeing love compared to this QQQ weakness. So that means bullish correlation to QQQ. And that's been the EV names. The EV names have been raging. I wish I got into EV, uh, but uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, I've also said in the last episode that keep an eye out on EV. They're going to see some love. I don't know when, but they're definitely going to see some love. So this past week, or this honestly, the past couple of days, they have seen uh, capital flow into those names, and you're seeing the bu bullish correlation with QQQ. Now, we have a lot of space to work with a weekly high or low, in my opinion, for QQQ. Anything above two ninety eight is just a weekly high or low. 
that means that we can basically drop let's see let's 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 put my calculator my mental calculator on point right here we can drop like 20 percent no i'm just joking we can drop five percent and still be an uptrend uh and that's crazy that's honestly crazy there's nothing to really worry about in the long term for qqq um I've been honestly listening to CNN lately and every time they see fluctuations in the market, they like either go definitely full euphoric or full like despair. And um, it's so funny to see uh, CNBC just go through these emotions. Like, I don't know who hires these people. It's 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 honestly pretty stupid. Um, and the people that follow these media companies are just part of the herd like they're just sheep and up front is the shepherd just guiding these sheep everywhere it's like wherever the shepherd goes a sheep goes and it's like you're really panicking people for no reason so um that's why i'm just like man can we just stop media but anyway that's like a small tangent uh so QQQ overall very healthy. Honestly, it could be a weekly bull flag if if we drop a little bit down but break the weekly low and see no follow through. This could be a weekly bull flag. And knowing QQQ's history, like it just bull flags a lot. If we see further long term consolidation, I would just scout a monthly higher low, and that is huge. So. One day at a time. That's all I got to say. Let's move on to XLF. XLF. Absolute machine. No sign of weakness at all. Um, so, one thing that I wanted to say is keep an eye on rotation. These rotations happen on a dime. There was one point where all major sectors were on, you know, just absolute euphoric moment not recently but um before covid they were all in a euphoric moment now with the covid jump there has been so much sector rotation going on um and you can see that if you go to finviz.com you can see what sectors are hot what are cold what have capital being flown into them what what are going negative you can see all that. So I suggest you go to finviz.com and look at their heat maps. Um, and it just gives you, okay, financial sector's doing this, tech sector's doing this, XLF or, um, sorry, not XLF, XLV or the healthcare sector's doing that. And you can just see where the capital is right now and you can play based off of that. So I've been focusing more on these sectors individually um, after this COVID dump. And yeah, it's been very interesting to see how the S&P 500 kind of balances out um, because of the rotation game that's being played. So XLF, pretty good. XLV, starting to see some profit taking, but XLV has been counteracting the broader market weakness for a while. So um, it's about time that XLV sees some consolidation. Um. And I guess that's kind of what I wanted to talk about in terms of the broader market. Um, let's move on to the trade review that I did. So 
I told you probably a couple weeks ago that I entered MSOS. I still have that position. I haven't seen much of weakness of MSOS compared to the broader market recently. Um, obviously, before there was definitely some correlation and bearish correlation to Q, uh, not QQQ, the broader market. Now, it's not that apparent. Um, I've also entered a pretty soluble-sized position, solid-sized position of TCNNF, which is a U.S. marijuana company. And so I honestly start, I feel like it's monthly, uh, monthly higher low is set. So this could be the bottom. Now I can't have stop losses on OTC ticker names. So um, I'm just going to scout that very, very carefully and see what happens. I'm going to be taking profit on strength. All we're looking for is a weekly lower high. Keep that in mind. And actually I've kept that in mind and... Another trade that I've made was MindMed. So there was some hype around MMEDF being uplisted to the NASDAQ. So I kind of bought that hype and then sold the news the day when it got listed. And that's how you have to play these hype names. Like you buy the hype, sell the news, and just keep on churning that up. It's kind of like Bitcoin. Like when Bitcoin came up, uh, when it broke that equilibrium bullish, the monthly equilibrium bullish, it ran. And we, all I did was just buy the hype. And then you see these big companies start investing in cryptocurrency, particularly Bitcoin. And even with like Elon Musk's Tesla, like nothing much changed. That means that I kind of sold some Bitcoin because <laughs> any news article that says that, you know, a major company invested into crypto i kind of want to just sell the news kind of or that's just my contrarian mindset that i have i don't have that herd mindset a lot of people do and it's not bad being a momentum trader is definitely a good thing uh, but you know i like being contrarian and it's just personal preference i guess and then yesterday i entered a coin swing position so coin is a ticker for Coinbase, which is a cryptocurrency exchange. So what is crazy is this is the first exchange to be listed on an exchange, if that makes any sense. So I saw that bull volume first thing in the morning. I entered on that hourly higher low around 297-ish. I don't remember the exact price, but it was in the upper 290s, hoping to break that 300 psychological resistance. It did. It pulled back. I have it just to, sorry, just to keep some skin in the game. <laughs> there was a big, big bird that just landed on my car and I was like, whoa. Um, but um, yeah, those are the three trades that I'm in. Um, I have an ultra swing position, but that's a long term swing position uh, or monthly swing position i don't mean to hold it for like years and years i don't trust the market like that but i do have a long-term swing in altria and that's about it i basically cash out pretty quickly um i just don't like holding names for way too long there's a lot of opportunities elsewhere than holding names and i keep a lot of cash it's just good to keep that so with that being said i hope you have a great saturday uh 
And thank you for tuning in. I've seen a lot of people from other countries join in too. Uh, last time I shouted out India and Canada, but man, I see people from like Netherlands and like Singapore and like Ireland. So it's kind of crazy to see how this small podcast is growing. So thank you all for tuning in. Stay tuned for the cryptocurrency episode tomorrow. There's a lot of things going on in the crypto markets. I'm going to talk about the trades that I'm doing, the swing trades that I'm doing, and my game plan for volatility on both directions. So I hope you have a great Saturday and see you tomorrow.